We all know that blockchain and cryptocurrency are changing the world, but what's going on behind the scenes? What's happening in the minds, businesses, and tactics of the entrepreneurs and organizations leading the charge? Welcome to the Business of Blockchain, BitPay's podcast on what it takes to do business in the evolving world of cryptocurrency and blockchain technology. Hi everyone, welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, James Walpole. Been working here at BitPay for a few years now, and that time has given me a chance to have a first-hand frontline look at how businesses are using blockchain technology today, whether they are building the blockchain technology themselves, using it and accepting it within their own business, or building services for the emerging blockchain ecosystem. And within this podcast, we really want to take a chance to explore and meet some of the business minds behind um, the business of blockchain. This week on the podcast, I'm speaking with a company in one of the areas of the blockchain ecosystem that most people don't think about. Um, the service providers, all the businesses that support the businesses that are out there building the blockchain technologies that are changing the world. Um, it takes a whole ecosystem, a whole slew of companies to provide things like legal services or accounting, and in this case, uh, PR and, and communications. So my guest from Consensus 2019, where we sat down and talked, is David Waxman. David is the CEO of Waxman, which is a global communications consultancy, which is specializes in blockchain finance and emerging technologies. They're really focused on helping blockchain companies get their message out. Um, and they're the largest firm focused on blockchain, and they have offices in New York, Dublin, and Singapore. So I can synthesize this here. David and I sat down and we talked about why blockchain companies need PR and communications and why it's important. And David actually shares a story from the front lines of helping one, blo- one very notable blockchain company with uh, crisis communications and, and solving a, you know, a big problem and using communications to do it. This episode is full of applicable advice for your business if you're out there building in the business blockchain. We hope you enjoyed this interview with David Waxman. Hi everyone, James from BitPay here. I'm here with David Waxman from Waxman Group. Um, Waxman is one of the leading PR and marketing firms in the blockchain space. They had a great deal to do with Consensus, where we are right now. Um, thanks for joining us, David. Thanks so much for having me. So Waxman is, as I mentioned, one of the leading firms in PR and marketing in this space. What made you decide to enter the blockchain world? How is it, was it unique for you coming from the background you came from? Well, so it was a total luck and happenstance that I happened to meet the CEO of a Bitcoin exchange a little over five years ago in a bar in New York. Previously, I led day-to-day for a boutique PR agency with no specialty. And what happened was, in short order, I figured out this technology was unique. But more importantly, the people endeavoring in this technology were brilliant. And so I invested a little bit of time and energy into figuring out what was going on, and I saw that there was this kind of glaring hole. There was no New York, Manhattan, high-end-based public relations agency focusing on what I call back then the Bitcoin industry, because that's all it was. And there wasn't a lot of money in the space, but I thought it was worth it anyway as an intellectual challenge, and I got very lucky. Right place, right time, and we've become the largest in the world by about, I think, three or four times. That's brilliant. So for you, the clients you're working with, all throughout the crypto space, the blockchain space, and, and the Bitcoin space, what are some of the biggest challenges in corporate communications or marketing that Waxman um, solves for them? Well, one of the great problems is, within blockchain, there's lots of brilliant engineers. Those engineers build great software. But great software, A, doesn't sell itself, and B, it's very hard to communicate what's really unique, the selling points, to potential customers, to clients, to partners. It's actually very hard to do that in a way that's clear. And so when you actually hear some of these brilliant founders talk, if you're willing to give them enough attention, you're gonna go and see the brilliance in their ways. But people have short attention spans, and reporters are very, very busy. So in order to get a reporter's attention and trying to communicate a very complicated technology, 
you need to do it in a deliberate way, really understanding the way the reporters currently work, understanding they're, they're all, already understanding their beat. So this way what you can do is you can deliver them a potential story for their examination that is credible, that's unique, that's potentially newsworthy, which means that they may or may not, but hopefully will, publish a story on you. That's a whole lot of ifs there, if you heard that right. Yes. Which is why any PR agency, Waxman included, strikes out the vast, vast majority of the time. And I think that's what a lot of founders don't understand. Yeah. It's all earned media, there's no pay for play, and that means you're gonna miss more often than you hit. So for many people, PR is a black box just as much as developing a new blockchain is. So could you tell me about a story you're really proud of that Waxman helped to place, uh, and maybe walk me through the process of how you, got, how you worked with the journalists, how you developed the story with the company, and, and how ultimately you got the, the news out to the world? Well, let me take a different angle. I think one of the, our proudest moments was working hand-in-hand -hand with Ned Scott and Dan Larimer when Steemit experienced a hack about two weeks after we publicly launched the blockchain. That was a harrowing endeavor, and, and, and the story is, is a little bit crazy. So what happened was, Steam started in around May 1, which was consensus of 2016. It launched Steamit.com. And they weren't actually giving out any points. It was kind of like fake internet points like Reddit Karma up until the beginning of July. And then on July 4, the Steam blockchain activated. And more or less, a full year supply of Steam at the time was allocated to the Steam holders. And the market cap was 13 million at the time. And so more or less $1.3 million worth of Steam was allocated algorithmically to all the users on the Steam platform. Well, here's what's interesting. This was the first time that anyone had ever experienced something like this. All their posts were suddenly meaningful. They, their, their content that they created had value. And so market interest went insane. And reporters couldn't get enough of this. And I remember being flooded on inbounds. And the market cap rose from 13 million to near $400 million, which back then was stratospheric in the span of about two weeks. It was incredible. Unfortunately, there were bad actors out there. And if it were not for the extraordinary technical prowess of Larimer and his tech team, and working hand-in-hand -hand with Ned Scott, I'm not sure what would have happened, but what I will say is this. Steam continues to be a leading blockchain. They have they've built really extraordinary tech that many other companies have tried to mimic. And I feel proud for helping preserve just a little bit of, of what they had, because they had built something so incredible, and it would have been a shame for much of it to come tumbling down with bad messaging. It's uh, so important to manage crisis communications well, especially in this space, it moves so fast, and I've, yeah. I've seen it firsthand. Um, finally, you know, we, before, before we head out here, any messages for the companies here at Consensus or companies out there watching about the importance of PR uh, or, or just communications in general, what is one piece of advice you would give that most companies maybe aren't considering and most, maybe most marketing firms aren't giving either? Well, what I'd say is first, eat your own dog food. So for instance, we accept Bitcoin through BitPay at Waxman. Uh, because we believe in the technology and we believe in our partner companies. That's one. Two, make sure that what you have to deliver is actually newsworthy. Most companies, most founders, they think that whatever they've been working on must be interesting to other people because it's interesting to themselves. Try to take an outsider view and realize where your announcement falls up against everything else that's being delivered now. Sometimes just talking with just a sober person essentially that's otherwise in the industry is a good way to kind of have a gut check and figure out is this worthy of making a splash? If it's not, what can I do to make this more newsworthy? Who can I partner with? What can we add on? What can we, what can we change so this way it does have an impact that's going to make a, uh, your business succeed? And I think that founders in this industry, perhaps more than any other, need to realize that use case is what really matters. Theory and technology is not sufficient, certainly not anymore. Absolutely. Well, I couldn't agree more. Thank you, David, so much for joining us here at Consensus. Thanks, everyone, for watching. My pleasure. David, good Thanks. luck. 
Hey, thanks for listening. If you like something you've heard, share a favorite quote or ask a follow-up question with hashtag business of blockchain so we and our guests can continue the conversation. You can find, annotate, and share moments from episodes on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash bitpay, or you can watch our videos on Vimeo or YouTube. Finally, visit bitpay.com to learn how your business or your vendors can accept blockchain payments without price volatility. Until next time, best of luck as you do the business of blockchain.